Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 80 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the Stave and Thief Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. Welcome to episode 80. Hard to believe we have 80 episodes now that we have been uh, working on. I recently have been trying to work on more uh, podcasts and trying to get those out uh, during the summer months. So thank you. Welcome to all listeners, both internationally and domestically. So glad you can join me uh, today. And thank you for being here because I know there's a lot of choices of podcasts. So I appreciate the time that we can spend together as a whiskey family, both internationally and domestically. So welcome to episode 80. I was reading something from Yahoo News, and this is by Ray Marcano, and it's How to Build a Beginner's Collection, basically a bourbon, and his title is, though, How to Build a Beginner's Bourbon Collection, and How to Build a Beginner's Bourbon Collection, his article by Ray Marcano, and one of the things I will mention about him before I get into his list, which I thought was interesting, I'm going to kind of compare it to what I was talking about before this podcast, Uh, they mentioned that he is a longtime award-winning journalist who has written and edited for some of the country's most prominent media brands. He's a former national president of the Society of Professional Journalists, a two-time Pulitzer juror, and a Fulbright Fellow. And so I wanted to share some of the things that he has on here and his article, How to Build a Beginner's Bourbon Collection. And I want to compare about some of the things that I talked about before on other podcasts before we got to this particular uh, article. And because I read it, I said, hey, I talked about that bourbon before in a podcast. And so I was looking at it and he talked about all the you know millions of barrels and all that kind of stuff. And I will correct myself here. On one of the last podcasts I mentioned, uh, which I was technically right, but not as specific when I said there's more uh, bourbons of, or I should say, there's more barrels of whiskey, actually, than there are people in Kentucky. And what I really wanted to say was there's more um, barrels of bourbon, to be specific. I was technically accurate because all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon, because bourbon's a type of whiskey. So, but... I did want to clarify that on one of the last podcasts, and I mentioned the word whiskey, and I wanted to say actually more uh, barrels of bourbon in the state of Kentucky than there were people. So I want to be more specific and actually say the term bourbon. Last stat I read was 4.7 million barrels of bourbon in Kentucky and 4.3 million people in the state of Kentucky. So I wanted to clarify that and be specific that is actually barrels of bourbon. Anyway, getting back to his article for beginners. uh, When I went through the list, I went, hello, how many times have we mentioned benchmark number eight on his list here? Benchmark number eight. He has $10. I know I've got it before for sale for $10, but Jim, when they had a sale here, because I'm in Idaho, so it depends on what liquor store you're at. But I, I actually mentioned that one in the last podcast, Benchmark number 8, one of my favorites. It's a Buffalo Trace uh, distillery product, and they have a great lineage of uh, whiskeys. And I will say uh, Benchmark uh, number 8, he has on his uh, in his article, I've mentioned Benchmark number 8 a number of times, so I was so glad to see, hey, I mentioned that on my podcast, and this uh 
individual expert uh, definitely had expert writer definitely had benchmark eight in his article here for beginner bourbons i'm so glad to see that because i recommended it too i'm so glad to see that so look for benchmark uh number eight be looking for that it's usually towards the bottom shelf he lists the price of ten dollars but uh, in Idaho, it depends on the sale. But now I think with shrinkflation slash inflation right now, it's going to probably run you about $12.95 last I, I saw. It's definitely bottom shelf, but it tastes so good, though. I mean, if you, have a, if you run a bourbon flight, I bet that will probably win and outdo some really expensive whiskeys in comparison. Uh, on the list, Evan Williams, $17.83. Definitely 1783 is pretty good. I think on a podcast I had my actual Evan Williams. I had, when I did an Evan Williams comparison, I had my Evan Williams small batch first place, and I believe my Evan Williams 1783, I had that as second place. And so anyway, it works out to where he has Evan Williams 1783. I definitely agree, get some. I think uh, you'll be uh, pleased. But I definitely say try, get some small batch as well. I'd kind of add to his article there on that. Say, hey, get, don't forget to get some small batch um, there as well. I think uh, you would uh, like that quite a bit. I've mentioned this one before, Larceny small batch. Larceny small batch, fantastic. I'm almost done with that bottle. And he has it on his list here for uh, building a beginner bourbon collection. And, you know, I've talked about Larceny a long time ago and a number of bourbons a long time ago. I talked about on podcasts. There it is. I was so glad to see Larceny Small Batch. He has it there as well. Ezra, Ezra Brooks 99, uh, that one he has on here. And then he does get into uh, something about... Uh, old granddad 114 i've read a lot of good things about that that was within his uh, one of his paragraphs here and the old granddad and uh, 114 as well as he mentions within the paragraph uh, here and uh, he says quote normally you need to get into the 30 dollar and above range to get a good higher proof whiskey and then he has a parenthetical statement old granddad 114 for example costs about 32 dollars he says, but there's nothing wrong with this. A smooth drinker with the standard bourbon notes, even if they are a little lighter than they should be. And that's what he mentions there. Another one I mentioned before that he has on his article that I've had rave reviews for, Fred Minnick, the whiskey expert and captain of the table at uh, World San Francisco Spirits Competition, Mr. Fred Minnick, author of numerous uh, whiskey titles. And Old Forester 100 Proof is on this list. And I don't know how many times I've recommended. I love Old Forester 100 Proof. And it's fantastic. And uh, anyway, get some. It is fantastic. And I, and I think you'll really enjoy it. I mentioned before, but I, I'm very thankful to see that when I try to recommend something, I see others are recommending the same thing I recommended uh, a while back. So Old Forester 100 Proof, definitely get some. I think you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised. So those are some the titles that he has in his article, How to Build a Beginner's Bourbon Collection. Uh, you can find this on news.yahoo.com. And he has the article, How to Build a Beginner's Bourbon Collection by Ray Marcano. And uh, he is mentioning here, I'll let you kind of read the article. You can look it up, but he does have benchmark number eight, which I've recommended before. Fantastic, especially for the price. Evan Williams, 1783. 
He's got larceny small batch, when small batch which I've uh, talked before. So larceny small batch. Uh, check that one. Ezra Brooks 99. He has on the list. And one of my personal favorites too as well, Old Forester 100 Proof. That one, you definitely have to uh, try that one. I know Old Forester is definitely uh, one of Fred Minnick's uh, personal favorites. He loves Old Forester. I know the 100 Proof is the one uh, definitely to get. So hopefully that gives you some idea about maybe what you're looking for, especially as like a beginner's bourbon collection uh, would be a good one. Uh, some of these, again, I'm mentioning from his article, but I'm sure you've heard about, of course, you know, Four Roses, and you've heard about, of course, I have to put a plug in for Maker's Mark. That was the very first bottle of bourbon that I ever finished, and uh, I think that would be uh, tremendous to get some get some of your uh, favorite whiskeys. One thing I will add is I was looking recently at a book by David Broom. He, he definitely knows his whiskey, David Broom. You can look him up. And he has a book entitled, uh, I believe, uh, Whiskey Manual. And I know I'm thinking, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if it's the Whiskey Manual. And I believe, oh, I believe it's, I'd like to get the actual title. And it's basically titled Whiskey The Manual. So Whiskey The Manual uh, by David Broom, by Dave Broom actually. Uh, whiskey the manual and uh, that book I was looking at that book too the other day at the bookstore and I highly recommend it it's got some great pictures and one thing I love about that book is that when you look inside it tells you kind of what you know you could mix it with and I'm gonna probably sound bad here uh, because I have actually taken the McAllen somebody's gonna probably shoot me now the the whiskey purists here probably stop listening to the podcast but I have the McAllen. If you can find the Smallies, you know, get those. And I, in Boise, uh, you can get, uh, in Idaho, you can get a Smallie. It depends on the liquor store. Certain liquor stores will carry the McAllen Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, 12 years old, uh, double cask, made in, Euro in American and European casks. And with that uh, said, I've actually taken uh, that Smallie and usually they'll run you, I'm trying to think if it was about, I can't remember if it was oh, $7, $8, somewhere around there. I have to look at the price again, it's probably more than that. And I have actually mixed it with ginger ale. And it was fabulous. I just had like a can of, I don't know it's not bad here, I had a can of, um, of Zevia. And I got like from Natural Grocers, love that store. And, uh, you know, the natural products and stuff. And so, and whiskey, remember, is medicinal. We've talked about, right? So what better thing to do than to mix two healthy things together? So my sugar-free uh, Zevia uh, soda was fantastic. And I mixed uh, some of that with uh, the McAllen 12. I poured a little bit in, in my can of soda there, ginger ale. And it tastes fantastic. And this is the, the McAllen uh, double cask. And again, I, I do this smallie and it's made of uh, American and European oak casks, or I should say what they use for this particular double cask, American and European casks. And I tell you what, that book, so I was just amazed when I go through that book, how many of the whiskeys that they have in there that you can mix ginger ale. They ranked, uh, Dave Broom goes through and ranks uh, a number ranking on what kind of, uh, you know, 
whiskey you're mixing with what kind of drink. And I was just amazed uh, that ginger ale was in so many of those whiskeys that you kind of mix some ginger ale uh, with these whiskeys and it seems to go good with so many of them but I'll let you check the book out uh, by Dave Broom it's Whiskey the Manual and uh, go ahead and check them out and then when I go online I can see uh, you know online if you're shopping that book's $19.79 amazon.com great place to buy books right and uh, they actually have I saw $5.98 for uh, that book uh, if you get it used if you get that particular book used so hopefully this has been helpful and beneficial. Hope I gave you some ideas on some things to drink here on episode number 80. I can't believe we're at 80 already. I appreciate each and every one of you uh, listening in to episode 80 of the Whiskey Wonder podcast. Get yourself the McKellen 12. Get some of the double cask. You can always get the smallies. If you can, try to get a smallie and then actually, and like I say with Blue Label, Johnny Walker, that smallie will run you about $20 if you can find one. And I know uh, there are, I, I did see one liquor store in town in Boise where they actually had, it was actually the liquor store that was right across from the village. For those that live in Idaho, you know what I'm talking about in the Boise area. And right across from the village, there's that liquor store and they have, um, it's probably those that are familiar with it, like in the Walmart area, You'll see off of Fairview Avenue and corner like Eagle Road. You'll see like by the village area, there's a liquor store there. And uh, that one actually carried Blue Label, carried a Blue Label Johnny Walker. And so if you don't want to spend the 200, things like $229, $230 bottle, uh, try to get yourself a 50 milliliter. Get the Smalley, the 50 milliliter Smalley sure beats. Uh, I would have spent over $200, well over $200 for a 750 milliliter, right? So save yourself some money. Is a great, I think, strategy and uh, to do if you can buy the smallies, get a good taste. And you know, one time I had, oh, I had somebody at one liquor store told me, oh, but that's not giving you a, a good experience. And you know what? I, I think that there's enough, you know, of the 50 milliliters is enough to give you a couple shots and would give you, a, I think, a pretty fair taste uh, to try a, a $20 bottle small 50 milliliter than if you went and tried oh let me spend 230 dollars plus tax on this bottle and if you don't like it then you're out well over 200 dollars in comparison to the two you know let's say uh first in the you know 20 dollars for a 50 milliliter so anyway check out dave broom's book whiskey of the manual and i think you'll really like it i love those books with pictures it has all the different bottles of whiskey in there so check out uh, that book by dave broom Whiskey the Manual, he knows his stuff. Check him out. If you go to Amazon.com where you can get books uh, less expensive. I always love, I always love trying to save money. I, I really do. And hopefully it gives you some ideas uh, on, on some whiskey to think about. And uh, I never forget the time when I was uh, actually shopping at a Goodwill. And I'm all about saving money. You know, we live in a world with a lot of status kind of things, right? And every other time I had my Mercedes Benz. It was kind of like the, uh, I had the, oh, I'm trying to think if I had kind of the tinted windows and it was a black Mercedes. And I know uh, where I was living, uh, the, man, the manager at the time said he, he called it Black Beauty. It was a really nice Mercedes. And I love that thing. It was a 1998. And I love that car. And, you know, you start it up and it was just really nice. 
And I, you know, I love about, I love saving money. And the whole point was, I never forget the husband and wife walking out one time and said, Hey, you know, that's what we like to see a guy who, you know, uh, can drive a Mercedes and shops at a goodwill. And to me, Hey, I am about saving money. I don't care what I'm driving. You know, if I, if I, if I took a scooter to goodwill, if I took a Mercedes, if I took a, you know, it didn't matter to me what I was driving. You know, if I took my bicycle, you know, I'm all about saving money. It doesn't you know, matter what I was driving. I care less what I was driving. You know, I care less. It's not about the ride. It's about the money that you save. All right. And I'm all about saving money. And that was my point too. So uh, it doesn't matter to me. So if it's about saving, if it's by, you know, sometimes whiskey can be a status thing. You know, oh, look, I just spent $500 on this bottle. It's kind of like, yeah, but I've, I've had some bottles, like I said before, a $70 bottle of bourbon and benchmark eight, which was, you know, $10 was better than the $70 bottle. So I know sometimes people try to make it more of sometimes a status thing, but I'll say, hey, you gotta, you gotta buy what you like, try what you like and come up with your own personal list. I think it's kind of fun because of the cornucopia of tastes that you can have. And I remember reading one time, uh, I can't remember what book it was. It was Fred Minnick or Heather Green. And so I was lose track a little bit of where I was reading, but it, I was reading something that one of, one of those authors was mentioning that they went to like where there's a professional, you know, guy about whiskey and he was, you know, tasting, talk about the, how he was tasting whiskey. And then other people in the room were tasting along with this expert and the, they were having different uh, experiences of their taste and, and the author brought out because because it's based on your background you're gonna taste different things than an expert based on your background and what your mind growing up the experiences that you had you're gonna have maybe something different maybe we taste a whiskey and, and you taste banana and I don't maybe I'll taste cherry and you will or you won't and so that's the interesting thing about whiskey sometimes you'll have you know those tasting you know different tastes within the cornucopia of whiskeys based on your experiences in life and certain things will remind you of certain things and that is the interesting thing i think overall about whiskey so anyway check out dave broom's book whiskey the manual check it out and he's got some great information in there. And uh, I hope uh, this gave you some ideas to wet your whistle on what to do maybe when you're looking at the liquor store. I know sometimes it can be daunting. And you look at these and they, wow, what am I gonna get? And uh, sometimes it can be confusing. And uh, so hopefully the Whiskey Winter Podcast is a tool that you can use to help you out. You get to the liquor store, and hopefully give you some valuable information and just kind of things that I've been looking at too in the world of whiskey. But remember, you can become your own expert. Just keep reading, keep studying, go to those articles, get books, uh, do your own taste tests. And that's, that's how you become an expert too, is through experience and time. Well, everyone, um, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to episode 80. Can't believe 80 episodes of the Whiskey Winter Podcast. Thank you for listening in. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for taking the time uh, with me today. I appreciate that. I feel like we're a big international and domestic family, just kind of gathering around and, and having our thoughts about whiskey. 
I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. And uh, remember, always drink safely, uh, responsibly, and with moderation. Thanks for tuning in to Episode 80 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. And cheers. Cheers.